Welcome back to another episode of the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. Yes, I know it feels like it's been forever since I put out an episode, and that's just because you are adapting to the fact that this is no longer a weekly thing. And I've been pretty busy lately, so it's actually a good thing that I have switched the schedule from being weekly, because otherwise these last few podcast episodes might have sucked. So quick, as always, I do want to go through some updates. I want to point out I'm a little stuffy right now. My sinuses are upset because, once again, Ohio and its inability to have any consistency was in the 60s earlier this week and now tomorrow we are expecting one to three inches of snow and we've had regular temperatures in the mid to low 30s highs during the day and it's these back and forth temperatures that mess me up so thank you Ohio as my dad used to say kiss my go to hell so want to give a quick update I'm sure this is not news to anybody but last time I did an episode it was right after DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills had been injured and had a heart attack on the field and I was talking about like I don't I don't know how this is going to go and I'm I hope he's going to be okay and luckily yes he is okay he has actually been out of the hospital for a while now I'm recording this episode the day before the Bills and the Bengals meet up in the divisional playoff round speaking of which so they had to make all these adjustments to how the seeding was going to go with the playoffs in the NFL because of the cancellation of the Bills Bengals game which never got rescheduled and eventually the way it ended up working out it handed the Bengals the equivalent of a loss So going into that game against the Bills, the Bengals actually had the opportunity to win out and potentially get a bye week in the first week of the playoffs, being the number one seed in the conference, not just in their division. And by the way, they ended up handling things due to that cancellation. The Bengals were essentially playing in the final week just to try and get home field advantage the following week. Meanwhile, the Bills were pretty much guaranteed home field advantage. So again, Bengals basically handed a loss. They got fuck and it's bullshit another thing the nfl or the people who schedule the tv broadcasts of the playoffs in their idiocy along the lines of what we're going to discuss on today's episode they scheduled the game for three o'clock on a sunday afternoon which sucks for me because the school i work for is having a performance tomorrow from noon to six the day of the game so the game's going to be almost over by the time i actually leave the venue i am going to dvr it i'm going to try and avoid any updates from anyone but we'll see how that turns out, but the fact is, with all the shit surrounding this game, it's a essentially a rematch of a game a few weeks ago on Monday Night Football in primetime that was never completed because a Buffalo Bills player went down and the game was canceled. This should be a game that is on in primetime, but no, let's go ahead and do it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Had they decided to actually put the game in a primetime slot, then I would be able to watch it tomorrow without trying to avoid spoilers and watching a pre-recorded version of the game. So NFL TV schedulers, you're an idiot. 
So if for anyone who listened to my episode right after New Year's last year, it was titled Resolutions Schmezolutions. That's a tough one to say, but you know that I really don't make resolutions. It's stupid if you want to you know, go on a diet, if you want to do something, if you want to start working out more, if you want to do anything that you want to be committed to, you do not need to do it at the first of the year. In fact, you probably have a higher likelihood of succeeding at that goal and commitment if you just do it when you want to do it, not because the calendar says to. Now, that's said, I have decided there are some things that I want to accomplish in 2023, and I'm just setting a goal for myself, but let me be clear, it's not a resolution. It just happened to coincide with the start of the year because I am getting to the point now where, as you know, I want to return to stand-up comedy and plan to actually go do an open mic stand-up bit, I mean, like five minutes worth of stuff here in the next few weeks. However, I want to, you know, stay consistent and constant with new material, so I've decided I'm going to have a goal by the end of 2023 to write 365 jokes. Granted, I'm sure half of those jokes are going to suck ass when I try them on stage and realize not so good. It was funnier in my own head. Now, that doesn't mean I'm writing a joke every day. That was kind of the original goal was, you know, I'm just daily I'm going to force myself to write at least one joke. But I've been so busy that, you know, days have gone by that I just haven't even thought about writing a joke, let alone being in the right headspace to do so. So what I have found is that I've actually, when I think about it, I'll end up kind of the floodgates open a little bit and I'll write two, three, four, five jokes at a time. So hopefully by the end of the year, it will come pretty close to that. I'm, I'm not really counting them. Also, along the lines of comedy and humor, I've decided I want to watch a hundred comedy movies by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm sure some of these I've already seen and maybe just haven't seen in a long time, but just kind of keeping things lighthearted and humorous, a little less time spent when I'm watching TV of watching, you know, like crime documentaries and things that aren't so positive from an emotional perspective. But anyway, that's something that, you know, I'm hoping I can stick with throughout the year. I do have a week off coming up after the show tomorrow, so that's going to be nice. It's going to allow me to return to trying to wrap up my novel novel. Finally, I'm way delayed on this. But then again, I also wrote an entire novel. Then I did a first pass read slash edit. Then a second pass read slash edit. Then I started a third pass and made it about halfway through. And well, then things got busy for me and I just was never able to really get back to a dedicated schedule with that. But I also think I kind of needed the time away from it because I had just been so deep in the process of the book, both writing and editing that it was wearing on me. So I do plan on returning to that in in the coming week that I have off. Also, I do plan to be more proactive with the podcast. Again, as I've mentioned, it's just been extremely busy, especially these last couple months, having returned to the school and now being the music director for the school. There's just been a lot of stuff I've had to take care of, clean up, fix, new things we're trying to implement, and I've been putting in some mega hours. But I'm hoping all of that will kind of settle into a better flow moving forward now that many of those big things have been addressed. All right, so before we get to to the topic of this episode, you're an idiot. Yes, I'm talking to you. I want to remind everybody that you can go follow me on social media on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Jeff Becomes Jeff. I actually two weeks ago started learning how to play the ukulele that I bought during quarantine. So I've been posting a lot of interesting ukulele cover videos on TikTok, and it's actually doing pretty well, getting a lot of views, getting a lot of likes, a lot of good comments. Oddly enough, perhaps this is a Guinness World Record. I 
have not had up to this point in, I don't know, 15 videos that I've posted, not one single negative comment. That is unheard of in this day and age. So if you want to go check some of those out, there's very unusual versions being done on ukulele that you would never hear otherwise on ukulele. So go check that out at Jeff Becomes Jeff on TikTok. All right, so to the topic, you're an idiot. Now, don't be super hyper offended by that because we're all really idiots in the eyes of someone else, at least one other person, if not multiple people. You know there are a lot of things in this world, in society, that I do not care for and think that the people that do care for it are idiots. So that's primarily what I'm going to discuss is my perspective of the idiots in the world. But the fact is, is with wanting to return to comedy and wanting to write jokes routinely, it's very easy to dive into that old, endless well of material, which would be all of the ways that people are stupid. Are you stupid or something? And just simply making fun of all of the morons in the world. You included. Me included. And in fact, uh, doing the show prep for this episode, I actually already have taken a portion of the show prep and converted it into a six-minute comedy bit. So this will be good material for not only the podcast, but also for my stand-up routine. Now, because we are on episode 104, and many, if not most of my episodes are me bitching and ranting about stupidity and idiotic ideologies in society, there's a good chance I'm going to kind of reiterate some things in a shorter form on this episode. Deal with it. So let's start out with talking about your appearance. Mm. I look good. I mean, really good. Hey, everyone! Come and see how good I look! And this is kind of what originally gave me the idea for the topic for this episode was because I was recently in a sandwich shop picking up an order for DoorDash while waiting to pick up the order, and a guy came walking in at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon slash evening on a Sunday wearing pajama bottoms and slippers. What? And then like a leather coat. He looked like a complete moron. Are you stupid or something? If you leave the house in pajama bottoms and slippers, from my perspective... You are an idiot. Here's the deal. You have to get into a car. Well, first you have to find your keys, then get in the car. You then have to drive. You have to shop, even if briefly or whatever the errand is that you're running. You have to walk back to your car. Then you have to drive home again. With all of that shit that you have to do, the effort required just to put on pants and shoes is pretty minimal. So do me a favor. Put a little extra effort into how you're going to leave the house because I don't really care to see what you look like when you roll out of bed in the morning. You're an idiot! If you wear... Crocs. Again, from my perspective, you are an idiot. These are pretty much the ugliest things that you could ever possibly wear next to a toe ring. Obviously, I just have things. I don't like feet in general. And let's be clear, if you are wearing a toe ring inside of your croc, you are not only an idiot, but you should be executed on sight. And I'm sure the people that are wearing Crocs, they know they're freaking ugly, but they'll always use the comfort of Crocs to kind of defend the fact that they are wearing the ugliest shoe ever created. And then people have also gotten to the point now where they decorate their Crocs with little stickers or pins or drawings or whatever. I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. You're not making the Crocs any less ugly. Might even be making them a little worse. If you spray a turd with gold spray paint, it does not make it a piece of gold. It's still a turd. While we're on the topic of 
of horrific footwear, let's discuss flip-flops. I loathe flip-flops. I don't even like seeing people wearing them because I don't want to see your fucking feet, but I definitely can't wear them myself. I do not like the little bottom part flapping up and slapping the bottom of my foot with every single step. I don't like the little toe divider that goes in and separates my toes. My toes were meant to live together. That's why I don't like toe rings. But as I've mentioned with the weather, I live in Ohio and we are in pretty freezing temperatures right now. Like, not pretty, exactly freezing, if not below. I have earned a right in Columbus, Ohio to not have to see your gnarly fucking toes in a pair of flip-flops in January in the winter. If you are wearing flip-flops and the temperature is below 70 degrees, you're an idiot. You are the dumbest idiot it has ever been my misfortune to know. So now let's talk about things related to driving. If you own a Hummer and you aren't in the armed services, you're an idiot. Along those lines, if you drive a Jeep or some giant truck with enormous tires and you never, ever drive anywhere but city streets, you're an idiot. That's the whole purpose of that vehicle. If you are driving in the left lane of a highway going the exact same speed as the vehicle to your right, you are not only an idiot, but you are an asshole. You, sir are an asshole. If you're looking at your phone, just staring at it while you're driving 70 miles an hour down the freeway or even just 25 miles an hour through a neighborhood. You, sir, are an asshole. The only exception I would make is if you're quickly looking to, like, pick a song to play because you're using your phone to either aux cable or Bluetooth into your car's speakers. Or if you're making an adjustment to something GPS-related that's specific to the drive itself. You do not need to be constantly visually entertained. And speaking of being on your phone all the time, if you're someone who starts a movie or a TV show and then just stares at your phone playing a game or scrolling through social media the whole time, you're an idiot. Just like driving, watching a movie or a TV show, it requires the focus of your visual attention. If you're just going to listen to it, well, that's like a radio show which is available to you in the car. Doesn't make any sense. Are you stupid or something? Along the lines of technology, if you have more than 10 desktop icons on your Mac or PC, you're an idiot. Learn how to organize that shit. Especially since nowadays you have that taskbar and a bunch of little quick search tools to help you find and open any app you one in one or two clicks. Personally, on my desktop, I believe I have about four desktop icons. Now, I have more down in the taskbar, but it leaves my actual desktop nice and clean and pretty. And then I put things in folders, and then I have subfolders in those folders so I can easily find anything I want. I do the same thing on my iPhone. I have a bunch of folders, and then I put apps into folders based on a certain grouping. That way I don't have a whole screen's worth of icons, and then 18 more screens that look the same way. Where's Spotify? Give me about 30 minutes. I'll find it eventually. If you are still paying for cable television, you're an idiot. Now, I'll cut you some slack if you are using an app through your cable provider, but if you still have an actual cable box, I don't know if you know this, I would hope that you would, but you are paying a monthly rental fee for every box that you have in your house. Are you stupid or something? The cost of things like a little Roku or a Fire Stick, they're not not that expensive. I personally have Apple TVs throughout my house. Now, those are more expensive, but they're the equivalent of about one year of cable box rental for every room. And I've had these in these rooms for years. 
resources, so I've saved money that way. But the world has changed, and the world of cable television and renting a cable box is really not that much different at this point than having rabbit ears on top of your tabletop tube television. If you think that your electric car, your fancy electric car, is superior to my gas-guzzling, emission-spilling minivan, you're an idiot. Don't believe me? Ask me how long it took to fill up at the gas station versus how long it takes you to recharge. Not to mention the fact that I saw you know news articles and headlines around the holidays about these crazy long lines of people waiting in order to recharge their vehicle. And the reason the line is so long is because every person in front of them, they need a long time in order to recharge. Are you stupid or something? So you're definitely not doing anything from a convenience perspective with that electric car. But Jeff, it's saving the environment. Is it? Is it really? Allow me to point out that the creation of electricity, which is needed to charge your electric car, has been cited by the Union of Concerned Scientists, yes, that's a real thing, as a major source of air pollution and the leading cause of global warming. Sorry to burst your electric bubble, people, but all that electricity that you need for your car ain't helping the environment. It's got to come from somewhere. All right, let's shift gears to parenting. Oh, this will be fun. So I'm a little more old school. I'm 47 years old. When I was growing up, there was no such thing as timeout unless it was on a sports field. But if you think that simply putting a child in timeout for bad behavior is going to fix anything, you're an idiot. Because honestly, your child's imagination is way better than anything even an adult could find on an electronic technological device. Speaking of which, if your two-year-old or younger has their own tablet or device, you're an idiot and quite honestly, a lazy parent. It annoys the shit out of me when I see these little kids, toddlers in the grocery store with an iPad or a tablet that's nicer than the one I own. Now, granted, we put it in this multicolored rubber protectional covering because of course this little idiot is too young to truly understand monetary value or how to respect a device that's not a toy. But here's the other thing. You are raising and training that child to be fixated and focused on this screen. You know, when I was growing up, it was one of those things where you've watched enough TV, go outside and play for a while. Not going to have you just sitting there staring at the TV the whole time because we knew that was bad. Now we want to be lazy. Well, not we. I didn't do this shit, but parents want to be lazy and they don't want to have to deal with their kids. So it's like basically once you are too old for a pacifier, I'm going to shut you up by sticking this fucking screen in your hands in front of your face. So your child isn't actually experiencing or appreciating anything in the real world and are simply being embedded into the digital realm. I mean, you might as well have given birth to a calculator. Also, if you buy your kids every single present they ask for for Christmas or a birthday or whatever, you're an idiot. The best lesson that a child can learn in preparation for the real world is disappointment. Now I am... I am too hurt. I, I am and shocked and, and offended and, and hurt. And let's say you get every present your kid asked for except one, and then your kid is upset because they say that was the one I wanted the most. Well, your kid is an idiot, your kid is unappreciative, and probably going to grow up to be a dickhead. Okay, so I have a few more topics I would like to discuss regarding why you're an idiot. And for anyone who's familiar with my podcast, you'll know that I often take umbrage with things that could be a little controversial. And that's pretty much what all of these remaining things are. And this first somewhat controversial thing we're going to discuss is probably going to cause Spotify's big brother algorithm to flag this episode with a warning that click here to learn more about COVID-19. 
Yes, that's right. We're going to talk about COVID again because we're still fucking talking about it. Matter of fact, less than an hour ago, I saw a commercial during the football game that was on today promoting one of the at-home COVID tests. And in the commercial, they had these two parents basically deciding we no longer need to keep pregnancy tests in the house and we're going to throw it away to make room for this COVID test. That's fucking stupid. Where was all this need for home testing when the flu was a thing, you know? No one ever said, here's a home flu test. No, you just got sick, you fucking went to the doctor, you got shit to not be sick anymore, and you stayed away from people until you didn't have a fever and weren't contagious anymore. But we have pretty much foregone the idea of common sense in this day and age. All that to say, if you still think that vaccines and boosters for COVID should be mandatory, you are a fucking idiot. Especially considering now the fact that there is scientific evidence, overwhelming scientific evidence, that they don't stop you from getting it, spreading it, or even falling ill. In fact, recent reports indicate that the current boosters offer zero defense against the current strains of COVID. So they're worthless. There's also a lot of new reports coming out now that we've had the vaccines in people's systems for a while. There have been some pretty nasty side effects that some people have had. Not that they gave us a choice. Additional side effects include changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, Uncontrollable flatulence. Projectile diarrhea. Convulsions. Episodes of profuse sweating. Fever. Sudden hair loss. Sudden hair growth. Swelling of the hands and feet have been reported. If you wear a mask while driving alone in your car, you are a colossal idiot. And I still see this from time to time. In fact, as recently as within the last week. When I see this, I just want to run that person off of the road into a deep culvert. It is the process of elimination by natural selection. Because you are an idiot. You're not getting anyone sick in the car. First off, you're in the car. And second, you're alone. I don't want to get myself sick, Jeff. I coughed earlier and I'm afraid I might give COVID to myself. Going back to the vaccines and the boosters, if you have ever made or shared a post on social media or been verbally outspoken about why vaccines should be mandated and the anti-vaxxers are dumb assholes, and then made a subsequent post or been verbally outspoken about the overturning of Roe v. Wade and why that was such a horrible thing, well, you're both an idiot and a hypocrite because either the government or other people should be able to tell you what to do with your body or they shouldn't. You can't have it both ways. It's what we call a double standard and people who believe in double standards are my least favorite people on this planet. Did you say Roe versus Wade? I did. Let's talk about abortion. So if you think that a fetus at any point in the pregnancy is not a life, well, you're an idiot and you know nothing about the fundamentals of biology. Now, of course, you know, the people, well, it may be a living thing, but it's not viable or self-sustainable. Well, what is viable or self-sustainable? That's a matter of perspective. And honestly, not a very good argument when it comes to things like cancer diagnoses, coma patients, appendicitis. Without medical intervention, none of these living adults would 
would be able to sustain their own lives, not even just basic appendicitis. Should we kill them? Because they're not sustainable. Let's not forget infants. You know, these are have been born already now. They would also die without someone taking care of them and ensuring their sustainability and daily survival. Let's not forget your beloved household pets. They would also die without your caregiving and sustainability. How would you like it if I came over to your house, reached into your goldfish bowl, grabbed your goldfish, threw it on the ground, stomped on it, and then my argument was, well, it's not self-sustaining. I should have a choice to kill that goldfish before it gets to a point of self-sustainability or viability. Let's talk about choice. If you want to preach pro-choice, well, maybe practice what you preach when you decide to have unprotected sex with some person you don't know their name after a night drinking at the bar. That's a choice. The only reason abortion is a topic or exists is because medical technology has made it an option and because you've already made one poor choice to become pregnant without actually wanting a baby. Maybe if you just were more pro-choice a little sooner, you wouldn't have to worry about pro-choice a little later. All right, now that I've pissed off all of the liberals, hey conservatives, how you doing? Let's talk about the Bible. Sorry, Mom. If you think the Bible is nonfiction, from my perspective, you're an idiot. Let's start with Adam and Eve. Why did God need to take Adam's rib out to create Eve? I mean, he created Adam out of nothing. Couldn't he have done the same thing with Eve? Seemed kind of unnecessary to perform divine surgery on the only living human on the planet. Like a surgeon. Also, why would God put forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden? He knew it was going to tempt the only two living humans on the planet. I mean, that's kind of a dick move. And considering that God is finger quotes all-knowing, wouldn't he have known that Eve was going to eat the forbidden fruit before she did it? So why would he have put the fruit there in the first place if he didn't want to cause original sin? So the reason we have original sin is not because of the devil or the snake tempting Eve, but it's because God is a Dickhead. If you think the story of Noah actually happened, you're an idiot. Do I really need to go down that road, people? One guy built a ginormous boat, managed to capture a male and female of every species of animal on the planet, even though he was on one continent that was separated by oceans, get these animals onto the boat just in time for the rain to start falling. If you think a virgin got pregnant, that's all I have to say. You're an idiot, and again, don't know anything about basic biology. But it's divine intervention, Jeff. Okay, well, what if your friend's teenage daughter got pregnant and swore that she was still a virgin? You would think she was a lying slut. So would her father. You would never, ever actually consider that she was still a virgin because the facts of biology dictate that pregnancy is impossible without sexual intercourse between a man and a woman. You would never, ever actually consider the fact that divine pregnancy had taken place. Dona Ace Requiem.
speaking of a man and a woman, let's go ahead and dive into this fun topic of genders and pronouns. Yay! You know, when we discuss pregnancy and the biology of how pregnancy happens and how life on this planet continues to propagate, I think that's pretty much basic proof that there are only two genders on the planet. Your gender is a biological classification based on your chromosomes and genitalia, not post-surgery genitalia, but the genitalia that you had at birth. Yes, I know there are anomalies of people who have eh, maybe a little of one and a little of the other, but in the end, those people still tend to identify as either a man or a woman later on, not as some weird lizard creature that is non-binary asexual. What? If you think other people should absolutely respect your choice in pronouns, you're an idiot and a hypocrite. Matter of fact, someone I know posted something on Facebook recently that said, respecting someone's pronouns is the bare minimum that you can do. That's the bare minimum? It kind of seems like a lot, considering that these fucking pronouns have only existed for, I don't know, six years, when for the rest of time, there's only been pronouns for boys, girls, and then plurals. But the hypocrisy comes into play because by expecting someone to respect your weird ideas that, again, have only existed for like less than a decade, you're being contradictory by not respecting their common idea that has existed for all of time, that pronouns are dictated by gender or plurality. How dare you say, I have to respect your fucking weirdness, but you won't give me the same courtesy and respect that I don't have to acknowledge your pronoun. You're a hypocrite and you're an idiot. Are you stupid or something? Let's not forget about the LGBTQ, plus. If you think that there are more than three sexual preferences, you're an idiot. I've discussed this before, but you are either one of three things. You are straight, you're homosexual, either gay or lesbian, or you're bi. And I take into account how you identify with this. Are you a man, biologically, that identifies as a man? Okay. Do you like men or women? Or both? You're either gay, straight, or bi. Are you a man that identifies as a woman? Okay. Who are you interested in sexually? Men, women, or both? Okay. You're either straight, a lesbian, or bi. But of course, now that we have all of these special fancy classifications of sexuality and gender, that's why we feel like, I mean, it's just going to go on for fucking ever. I mean, I hope this dies off and people come to their senses and realize, what were we thinking? But you're never going to convince me otherwise, and that's not me being a bigot. That's me simply revolting against the stupidity of an era where everybody feels like they are socially conscious and woke and want to be a part of it in some way, shape, or form. So I'm going to go by Zizo, and my new name is Tippatututu. What? And my gender is Klingon. Klingon isn't a gender, it's an alien species. Whatever. All right, finally, I will wrap up with yet another controversial topic, politics. If you think Republicans are a great political party with morals, ethics, and sensible ideologies, you're an idiot. If you think Democrats are a great political party with morals, ethics, and sensible ideologies, you're an idiot. If you think that the average modern paid politician, very well paid, I might add, actually gives a shit about anything other than their own personal agenda, you're an idiot. If you think that you, as a part of finger quotes, we the people, actually have a say in how things turn out, also an idiot. If you think the countless, countless Black Lives Matters riots and looting are justifiable, but the January 6th Capitol riot is despicable, you're an idiot. If you think that saying all lives matters is offensive and contradictory to Black Lives Matters, even though Black Lives are part of all 
lives, you're an idiot. And if you think that stereotyping is horribly offensive, you're an idiot and definitely, definitely a hypocrite. I guarantee you, if you think you are the most woke, liberal person on this planet, I guarantee you that you think anyone who voted for Trump is a fucking idiot, and honestly, you probably think they should just die. That's a stereotype. You're not woke. You're just basically part of an agenda that you just happen to follow on social media and got brainwashed by both the politicians and the fucking corporations that are running your fucking brain. Wake the fuck up. You're an idiot. All right, I'm sure I could go on for days and days and days about why you are an idiot. I'm sure you guys could probably go on for days and days and days about why I'm an idiot. And to be honest, I would probably agree with you on many of your thoughts about my idiocy. I consider myself to be a very fallible person. You know, I'm still a human being. Doesn't mean I can just change all of my thought processes very easily, but I'm definitely open to the idea of considering new ideologies if it makes common fucking sense. All right, remember to go follow me on social media at TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Jeff Becomes Jeff. Go check out some of my new ukulele videos and give them a like. Give me a follow. Leave a comment if you would like. Let's keep them positive, people. Thank you for continuing to tune into the Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. I'm hoping that tomorrow my Bengals will beat the Bills in their ridiculously scheduled 3 p.m. afternoon game. By the next time you hear from me, we'll know how that turned out. Until next time, I'm Jeff. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. And I'm an idiot. You, sir, are an asshole. Good night. to the devil and I prayed and I showed him the mess that I made and I cried and I cried and I cried a million times over but the devil just laughed in my face I went to the God of fire and said can you turn the heat a little higher cause I've been burned and I've been burned Times over, but he just covered me with water. So I went to the Lord of the sea. Say, won't you come wash over me? Cause the roads and the woods have been winding a million times over, but she receded from. I've been tried and I've cried and I'm done crying 
in his face And then I saw the guy on fire He said you don't need to keep me alive Cause I've been burned so many times I'm like lava And then I covered him with water From the lake